Hey, what's up? It's about goddamn time, man. Been sitting there right? waiting and waiting. Around. I'll be ready in five minutes. Twenty-five minutes later, you finally decide to show up. Yeah. The uh, cat was chasing a fly. We were holding the cat to the fly, and then he got it. <laughs> all right, that's very. Awesome. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah, Can't that miss is that awesome. moment. In no, my cat's uh, achievements. It's once in a lifetime. Yeah. Right. Man, I'm so fucking tired. What, you're working mornings now? I'm working two mornings. He texted me today and he was like, hey, how about uh, Thursday, 6.30 a.m. again as well? Like, dude, I have to see if I survive Wednesday before I can commit to any morning shifts ever again. So let's hold off on that. He's like, all right, that was 3.30. I'm like, that's way more my speed, dude. He's like, a.m. Yeah, I don't, I don't wake up when there's an A. And after the number. Oh, so all I'm right. going to bed, man. I can't, That's I can't do this. I, I didn't pick a job that primarily takes place at night so I could be there at like fucking noon every day. It's killing yeah, me. That's true. I don't know why they like expect that of you. House of Blues. St. Patrick's Day is the one day where they're open all day long. So there's morning shifts there. Any other time, unless it's like a, a special like wedding reception type of event on like a day that there's not a concert, there is never a scenario where they're like, hey, you have to be here anytime earlier than like two in the afternoon would be the earliest shift ever for anything there on concert days. These fucking noons though. Oh my God. Like I thought those were bad, but 9.30 tomorrow morning, 6.30 in the fucking morning Wednesday. I don't like, I'm not an adult. I don't want a real adult job, man. This is fucking brutal. This isn't my style. I'm barely just getting to bed by 6.30 in the morning most days. Yeah, just switch it around. I've taken to getting up at like 6 in the morning on the weekends, even when I don't have to, and playing video games at that time. Very, very good use of time, I think. I I'm like going to need such a gigantic bump to have enhancement super oh. soldier serum <laughs> to get through this uh, shift, I think. Yeah. Fuck. Like I've seriously, I've seriously been like planning it out in my mind. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna buy 38 of those like heart attack in a can, like uh, what are those sugary fucking energy drinks? For buy like 38 of those like Red Bull bullshit things, oh. just to like try to not pass out mid shift. Yes, four loco. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> you should just bring that. Do you still have any <laughs> classic I ones? Was, saved? I thought it was an energy drink. I didn't realize. That's my bad. I apologize. Packaged like an energy drink. Yeah. Those vibrant colors really jumped out at me. Yeah. That'll be fun. It'll be awesome. Today was my only day off this week, too. Really? Wow. There are shows every fucking day because uh, the country show that got rained out like two weeks ago, that, re that was rescheduled for this Saturday, so uh, okay, everything is full now. Man. I'm going to die before the end of this week, I think. Yeah. 6.30 a.m.s every day. So, I didn't know The Grateful Dead was still a band. I knew their lead singer died like, I don't know, 20 years ago or something. But apparently they just toured now with John Mayer. And that's who's oh. playing tomorrow. So, okay, that's a weird combination, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that's cool. And then I got Alanis Morissette and Garbage. on. That's the one I'm there at 6.30 in the morning for. 
And I was really wow. psyched about it because originally Liz Fair was also on that tour. Liz Fair is on my bucket list of like artists to see live at some point in time. I used to have the biggest crush on her. Never seen her live. And she's not playing the Cuyahoga Falls date. So I'm, I'm bummed. Oh, that sucks. I'll get to see Garbage. I like, I've always liked them. They're awesome. Alanis, like Mor- Alanis Morissette has played a god. She's imitated me in movies before. That's cool. A fan of my work. Oh, yeah. So I guess that'll be fun. Paid then, homage to you. And then Thursday is the Doobie Brothers, and it's like their 50th year anniversary or something, or their 50 years anniversary tour, I guess. I don't know. Man. When is like Mayhem Fest? Why don't they have something cool like that? All these shows are like. I was I was talking to this guy last night in the parking lot. As we were just reminiscing about the old festivals that they used to have there, because he was telling me a story about uh, one of the Warped Tour shows. Like, yeah, I remember coming to like the old Oz Fests and like the Mayhem Fest. I want those metal shows to be back there if I'm back next year. Yeah, I need to be. I need to be on the fucking barricade, and not for like shitty rapper twenty or twelve year olds who don't know what a fucking mosh pit is. That was embarrassing. Got to do the hardcore shows. Yeah, I need corpse, goddammit. Yeah. You could try to keep up with me, but you will fail. Corpse was a lot of fun. I, I broke my pinky when I saw corpse at your workplace 10 years ago, or however long that was. At least I think I broke it. It's still swollen. It's a souvenir that'll last a lifetime, yeah. as opposed to a it t-shirt does. that you'll grow out of at some point. Right, yeah. Yeah, all those corpse t-shirts physical, I have. There's no damage. Physical yeah. damage is the yeah. lasting uh, souvenir, yeah. Yeah, brain injuries and... Fuck yeah. Head wounds, concussions. Yeah, it's great. Brutality. Yeah. Well, speaking of brutality, are you ready to get this boat in the water? Or set wait, sail? Is, wait, what does that have to do with brutality, though? I'm, I'm missing the, the Invincible is, is pretty brutal. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongue. Uh, welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. It's Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we are talking about Invincible yet again. That is volumes 17, 18, and 19. So let's get started. What do you think about Invincible again? Did you enjoy this? No, I've reached a point where I'm starting to sour on it just because it's happening so frequently. Really? <laughs> I've, I've started to get tired of it. Yeah. I I don't know why. Like, I took the shittiest, like, quickest notes on all of these because, I don't know, I was kind of struggling to get through them. Oh, man. Wow. Like, after the, after the great Viltrum I wore and stuff now, it's just like, oh, this is all just filler. What's the point? Fuck it. We don't need this. I can see where you're coming from with that. Like, especially with the death of everyone storyline. Like, they made it sound really big. They're building up to this episode 100 thing. And then they call it like the death of everyone. And they're like, yeah, uh, issue 100. They're calling it the death of everyone. They're like, oh yeah, everyone's going to die. This uh, fucking dinosaurus has this big plan. that's going to kill like everybody on earth. And then it's like, well, it killed like, you know, a couple hundred thousand people and you know, not everyone. We we were able to counteract it pretty quickly. And no one of any importance either. They were all nameless, just on, (laughs) on drawn bodies. Who cares? 
And then we're just the the big reveal in that is uh, uh, Eve's pregnant again. It really, it, there's just no weight behind some of those events and storylines that they were having. Well, before that one happened, uh, Volume Seventeen, I actually really liked. We finally got to see what happened to Robot and Monster Girl. Yeah, that was that was nice. I I really enjoyed that story. That was a uh, so when they went to the other dimension to um, stop the Flaxons who keep coming in through a portal and trying to enslave Earth. They um, stay there for like 700 years because they age super, super slowly there. So they're pretty much immortal. And um, they've only been gone a few months in like the Earth time. Yeah, it, it looks like they physically have been gone for about 12 years. So they decide to just come up with a, a story to tell everyone instead of revealing the entire truth. But there's like this centuries long war going on between the empire that has enslaved everyone and the rebel alliance led by robot and monster girl yeah and then that civilization falls after they win it and robot takes over as robot wrecks the king superior and he neglects monster girl and that's what caused all the problems between the two of them like she even went off for a couple centuries i think it said at some point in time just to they didn't even see each other at all during that time while he was just ruling and then she finally came back they formed a coup and overthrew him and then they got back together and went home or, or they overthrew that empire again and then they went home yeah that's that's about the uh gist of it yeah uh, robot was very hurt about how monster girl um betrayed him and like over helped to overthrow him um, so that's what caused their problems. Monster Girl didn't cuck him directly like that. That was the main, that was like the secondary issue, the cucking. Yeah. she. Which we find out something weird about Monster Girl in this is that when she's a monster, monster she a has dude. a dick and, yeah, she has a dick and balls and impregnates one of the aliens and has a son that comes up later. That was pretty crazy. I didn't realize he, she also grew dick and balls. I like I like when he Rex Robot is trying to explain it to Brit. He's like, "Yeah, it's a long story. We'll explain later." Yeah, when he's explaining <laughs> that the the new Flaxon Empire Empire Emperor is Monster Girl's son. Right. A lot of crazy like soap opera twists that go on with this Monster Girl and Robot story. So I, I enjoyed that part. I, I thought that was a solid issue during that whole time. Mark is recovering from the uh scourge virus and he's lost his powers and he he goes and punches alan in the back of the head like in the beginning (laughs) and then his arm just falls off because like he he kept his strength but he didn't keep his invulnerability so just totally it like explodes from the inside out it's fucking (laughs) awesome and just nothing happens to alan it was pretty cool i also like there's a lot of uh zandale uh who we thought is bulletproof in this version but yeah. he takes over as invincible and they keep like talking about his brother tyrone and i was super confused about that um he leaves a, a dinner date with his girlfriend carla and his parents come to visit he has to leave and he comes up with a bullshit excuse and he has like an art gallery meeting that he has to go to and then he comes back at the very end with uh his face is just all pulverized into like looks like roast beef basically and he's got a broken arm with a cast and i love 
on the very back panel of one of the panels, you can see that Cecil is the only one who has signed his cast for him. Oh, really? A big kick out of that. That was hilarious. Oh, that's funny. But like that leads into issue eighteen with him because that's when like he reveals that the real brother Tyrone Bulletproof, or what we thought was Bulletproof, he was actually evil and he kidnapped uh, Zendale. And he used him as his guinea pig to test how to gain superpowers. And he used that on him. And in the process, it ended up incinerating and blowing up who we thought was bulletproof. Like, it's, it's a weird ass story. I'm, this is where I, I, I reached my like point where I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm tired of this now. Oh. It was when he's explaining to the parents that just because they don't ever pay any attention to him and because Tyrone was always off like working on his research. They couldn't tell them apart. Were they supposed to be twin brothers? Or I thought one of them said something about older brother. No, I I assume they meant twin brothers since they couldn't tell them apart. So that must be twins. Can't be. Maybe he's like two seconds older or something. You know, how twins do that. Yeah. Still, like parents can tell their children apart, even if they're yeah, identical so. fucking twins. That's the part that I found way too far fetched in this series for me. Was just well, that they put on those tell glasses. the two twins apart. He put on the glasses and they had the same cornrow style yeah. haircut. But come on. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's good disguise. That's where I lost it though. Really? Well, like I, I kind of wasn't sure why we were even following um bulletproof story that closely because the it, it just didn't seem necessary invincible. to me. Yeah, he's he's just gonna keep being invincible too apparently which is weird but um so there's two invincibles now basically well no there's uh, the guy in that weird blue suit who no one knows invincible boy i think is what they call him oh right they yeah. don't know who the fuck that idiot is and then there's <laughs> the real invincible bulletproof. right yeah that's it so zandal tells his parents the story and they're like no no we're gonna call the police you murdered that dude and um, we're not happy about it. And then his girlfriend just suddenly bashes his mom's head in with a pan, which uh, that that kind of hooked me in. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't I never would have guessed that would happen. So then, you know, the dad the tries dad. to kill the yeah. girlfriend. So then Zandal has to kill the dad to save the girlfriend. Pretty fucked up. That's uh, pretty brutal right there. I like that. I do like that. He just like throws them in their car and just flies it off into a, uh, a ravine to make <laughs> yeah, it look like they had a awesome. car accident. <laughs> so that's the best part about being a superhero that i never really thought of you could just you easily murder people even yeah, if oh, people yeah. even if people catch you they can't say dick because you'll fucking snap their neck too yeah you just put them in the back seat of the car and then throw yeah. it into the ravine it's fine problem solved yeah it's easy to solve problems like that kind of where it was losing me though is we had mark talking to the creator of science dog and just using all these analogies about like coming toward issue 100 and stuff and it's like well come on you we all see what you're doing it's not that clever when you do it just, just like this is probably a third time in the series he's just praising him for what a big accomplishment it is that's all he was doing yeah good job robert kirkman like you should do to robert kirkman for his successful runs on his books yeah that's what i did great job um, we also saw Michonne at a Comic-Con, speaking of Kirkman. So congratulations, Kirkman. Pat on the back, Michonne, crossover. I can't wait to see Michonne and her two pets 
in the Invincible universe. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. But I love at the end of that, when they're leaving the Comic-Con or whatever it is, I love the visual that they they have Adam Eve because this is when Mark has lost his powers or most of his powers. He's still got the strength. That's like the only one that he's retained so far. So he has to travel. He can no longer fly. So he has to travel in force fields from Adam Eve. And so the visual is she's flying with a giant like box, hot pink box force field. And inside of it is Mark with all of the various collectibles he's uh, grabbed from the convention, just scattered about him. Like he's like playing with them as if he's like a four year old child in like a playpen. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Awesome. Like, that's the other thing. Um, Eve can't use her powers either because she's pregnant and it well, takes next. food away from the. Oh, that's the next one. Okay. Isn't it? Wait, which one are we talking about? 17 18 or 18 now, aren't we? 18. Okay. Well, before we move on to there, um, I just wanted to talk about an in, in issue uh, or in volume 17, we had some different heroes that we don't see too much of with robot commanding them, telling them what to do in a big fight or whatever with the monster girl's son. And uh, there was there's one called Kaboomerang, which is a I, cool Australian. I wrote down what a fucking great superhero name that is. I love that name. Yeah. Another great one is a uh, Japan droid. That one's getting a little, getting getting close to that line there, Kirkman. Congratulations. Is it? Because like, you know, Android, the A-N is part of Android, not part of Japan in that name, I think. So you just have like a racial slur up front. That's how so you're like choosing to read that one. Plus Whoa. Android. <laughs> you just, you Kirkman's just such a, a, about such a racist. You're trying to play it off as Kirkman's racism, but you're- He is. Like, I didn't, I didn't make this yourself. name. <laughs> I didn't write this book. I'm just saying saying what it is, saying how it is. Okay, what else about issue eight? There's also Pegasus. You forgot her. I, I forgot. She like peg people, is that what she does? I wish. Yeah. She just has angel wings. Like a Pegasus <laughs> horse. Oh, yeah. She's that blonde girl. Right. She's like Angel but a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I remember her. That was all I had for 17. Yeah, that's all I had for 17 too. So going back to 18, that's where you get to issue 100 and they're building it up as like, oh, Invincible's going to die and shit. Every death of everyone, including Invincible. And Dinosaurus just has this elaborate plan where he made a clone of Invincible and then he was fighting Invincible on national TV and then like swaps out the clone with the teleportation technology that he copied from Cecil and then, uh, it puts the real invincible to recover with some tone in his ears that keeps him knocked out and lots, lots of convoluted nonsense. But just during that fight though, just suddenly at the end, right before dinosaurus goes to crush invincible's head, he's just like suddenly naked. And before like that reveal of what was going on, I thought it was really weird that suddenly invincible was naked. So it was like one panel. He had his like clothes, they were ripped up, but he sold his clothes, his costume on. Um, and then the next panel is just like completely naked. And then he just like crushes his head. So that's pretty funny. I mean, wouldn't people notice that on TV? Like, wait, what, what happened to that? What's going on with this dude's clothes? I mean, maybe you would think some would at least pick it up. Yeah. Although I mean, I did immediately. shocked by the greatest hero your world has ever known just dying in front of your eyes. I mean, maybe. I mean, but you can't. Wouldn't you be like, oh, I saw his dick and then his head got crushed. Yeah. You'd be you more see that focused dick? on the amazing dick. Yeah, I would be. 
they get super elaborate with how much better sex is with uh, superpowers and how inadequate and mediocre you are when you don't have them. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that's shit. that's why that's why we're all so inadequate and mediocre. Everybody in the world, not just me, but everybody. I think it's Sandale and his parents right before they die. They were showing a flashback of when he was talking about how much they love uh, Tyrone Bulletproof, and they go to a movie, and on the movie, uh, uh, what the fuck, the marquee. It's mm-hmm. advertising Sea Bear versus Grizzly Shark. What wow. a fucking dream matchup that would be. Like a half fish grizzly bear. Or no, I mean like a half fish bear. What is the biggest kind of bear? I assume like the grizzly was. The grizzly shark would fucking probably kill the sea bear, I think. Like easily. I would think so. I mean, whatever is better in water, I guess. I assume you have to take it to the water, that fight. So whichever one is in the water, I think will win. I mean, grizzly shark is a way better combination of animals than just a sea bear. Like what yeah. sea creature? Is it like a part sea bass, part bear? Like that's weak. Like grizzly shark that's will just true. eat it for breakfast. Like that's nothing. Well, sea monster maybe. Is it like a seahorse bear? Because I mean, if it's bear sized, that could be awesome. You'll just have to wait for him to make this movie in real life. I need to I need to see this thing come yeah. to fruition. I would like to see it. And speaking of um that's that's the other thing about Zandal's parents and their brutal murder of them is they never come back to it. At least they haven't yet, but it's just like bashes them with the pan. You didn't even see like the ensuing inevitable argument that Zandal would have with his girlfriend about like why did you bash my mom's head in with the pan? What are you fucking psycho? No, she was doing it for him because she loves him so much. Doesn't want him to go to jail. That's true. Yeah, that was uh she was very quick to do that. So I assume they would have to have some kind of conversation, but we didn't see any of it, which we did we saw none of the fallout from that. I figured they would go somewhere with it. But now they're just like, okay, story over. There are no love to, there are no uh repercussions from it. It's all wrapped up. They yeah, I the guess it did. They were in that car accident a couple months back. Yeah, I guess that's true. This is where I had the note about how cool of a name Kaboomerang is. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the last... Oh, no. I already said that. Yeah, that was all my notes for this one. All right. Um, that, just, again, the weight of the issue 100 was just not there. So you, it is sort of coming down a little bit with the ideas and shit like that. So... Uh, hopefully it picks up again. Oh, um, Omni-Man becomes a leader of the Viltrumites too, and Thrag has been eg- exiled. I think that was this issue, or the next one, whichever one. Actually, yeah, he exiles him the next issue, becomes the leader. I think it's the, the next one because my yeah, one yeah. note for the next one is about that very first encounter. All right, let's move on to issue, or er, volume 19 then. I forget the name of which one it is. It's the guy with the cool mustache and the... Uh... Thrag. Yeah. He's outside of their moon base home and he punches a hole into it to go and talk to Nolan. And Debbie is kind of like flying out into orbit with no space helmet on. So, how the fuck did she not immediately die from this? I'm so confused by that. Viltra might come, I guess. She wasn't sucking down dick right as well, this like, happened. Just- 
She's been getting a steady stream of it, though. You know, it's in her system somewhere. Uh, but yeah, Omni Man. And when he becomes a leader, he decides he's not going to kill Thrag to like, so that he has to watch him succeed in the new way of life for the Viltramites. It's just like exactly what Rick did with Negan in The Walking Dead. So I think he's just like copy pasting storylines now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It worked in this. Yeah. So he could reuse it in Walking Dead, he figured. Yeah, that's true. Whatever the next series he comes up with, it's going to happen in that too, I hope. (laughs) Probably. What else happened in volume 19 here? Oh, Angstrom Levi came back and was doing his usual thing, which is he pretty much did exactly, almost exactly what he did last time. But instead of kidnapping Debbie, he kidnaps Eve and Eve talks to him and then convinces him to change his ways. But the cannibal invincible that came back with regular invincible from another dimension um, took him back to his dimension. No, to, no, that wasn't the cannibal one. They killed the cannibal one. Oh, this was uh, the whatever Mohawk one that was. One. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I just wrote cannibal invincible because I like that guy. Um, but yeah, the Mohawk one. Yeah, you're right. The cannibal had a cool beard. I like bearded Mark. Yeah, that is cool. The Mohawk one had a cool beard when Mark revisited him later in the same volume. He's had some uh, five o'clock shadow going, which, you know, Viltramite's growing full beard that's weird well these are half breeds and yeah, that's true maybe the genes the, are different. the normal the normal viltramite mustache rules don't apply to them i just realized that's how you described thrag was uh the one with the cool mustache i know that's, <laughs> that's such a piss poor description of a viltramite yeah, male character they all that's, have they all have cool literally mustaches. every single one of them yeah it is <laughs> you know that one conquest no right. no the other one <laughs> nolan no 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 the other one can't remember any of the other one's names. Yep. That's why I stopped. Mm. Eye patch guy. It's all right. Anyway, the Mohawk Invincible takes Angstrom Levi into his dimension to punish him and tortures him and shit to try and do whatever to expand his am- empire. So Invincible as robot come up with like a, th- a way to jump into that dimension to make sure that the problem's taken care of because he's paranoid about Angstrom Levi coming back. Once they go into that dimension, robot uses like the ear thing the sound that uh the frequency that makes viltramites immobile to he used that to incapacitate the invincibles kills the mohawk one and then says to the regular one like ah fuck you i'm leaving you here i got a plan and i'm not letting you fuck with it so now robot's going to be the villain for the next one so i'm kind of excited about that because robot i like robot as a character a lot more than i used to after like the whole going through the other dimension and living for hundreds of years and taking over there. Um, so I, I think he's a way better character now. And I used to not really care for him that much, but now I like it. So, and that's where it ended. But uh, did you have any other notes about volume 19? Um, nope. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of recycled ideas, not as much weight. And I, I still enjoyed it for the most part. I was I counted out the remaining volumes, so we've only got like two more invincible episodes to go, and then we finish the series. Really? Yeah. So we're almost there. Hmm. Oh, the Mulder. He pulled a duplicate. Oh, yeah. He was back. That was great. I was thrilled for that. Yeah, I guess he came back in the Guardians of the Globe. So cool. I knew he'd come back. Thank Christ. I was worried, man. 
Can't stay rid of them. All right. You ready for some reviews? Yeah. Let me hit that song. Fucking thing. Fuck yeah. That's the noise. <laughs> That's the noise we want to hear. That's the caption we were wanted. Let's restart. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Okay. Three stars. Kind of what we were talking about before. Kirkman's plot machinery is creaking really loud here. This book doesn't need a review. If you like the Invincible series enough to have gotten through the first 16 books, then of course you want to continue with this one. If you don't know the series, then you certainly shouldn't start with this volume. What I will say is that I think What's Happening is a relatively weak addition to the series, not because of the shift in focus to Robot and Monster Girl, but because a key element of the plot makes no sense. And a second seems quite implausible to me. I won't go into detail here, but if you've already read the book, I invite you to weigh in on the discussion thread I started below, labeled Major Plot Hole. I'm curious to see whether other folks are as bugged as I am. I'm still looking forward to volume 18, but the series is now on probation with me. I can't keep caring about an author's characters if he or she is going to manipulate them so nonsensically. All right. What was, so I didn't what find was that thread. thread. I don't know. I didn't find it. But what do you think? What do you think he's talking about? Um, robots, inability to get over Mark letting dinosaurs out, and that's what turns him evil, maybe? Could be it. Where do you even find discussion threads on Amazon? It doesn't make sense. I have to no me. idea. Yeah. Um, I still, uh, I don't know. I couldn't find it before. I still can't find it. Tried again, but yeah. I mean, it could be that. I mean, maybe it's the space thing, but I think that was the next issue, wasn't it? Like uh, Mark's mom in space. I hope it's that. If someone was wise enough to bring up the main reason or the main concern I had for issue 19, then. Yeah. I 100% agree with them. Right. Copy paste my points from this episode into the <laughs> uh, forum post. Below. All right, I'll try to find that. But this yeah, this, guy this know, uh, I support him. And this this review was written in 2013, so maybe maybe this is like an old feature of Amazon or something. But I couldn't find anything. All right, so the next one, I think this is for volume 18. This one's four stars. Still good, but I'm a huge fan of Invincible, but it may be starting to show some wear. Invincible has been making a lot of bad choices, which has made him less sympathetic. The sudden end to the eco-fanatic T-Rex storyline may have been an indication that Kirkman started to realize he was going in the wrong direction with the book. The rest of the cast, though, is still interesting, and the detail of this corner of the image universe is impressive for a book supposedly about one person. I'd love to see a spinoff about some of the other Viltrumites. Who's that one new lady, Viltrumite, that kissed Mark? Oh, that's right. I think that was the same one from before, and now suddenly she's like, she used to be like really angry, and now suddenly she's acting all giggly she's and bubbly. She's the one bubbly. that kicked his ass before? She used to be his like babysitter yeah. one? That's her? Yeah, I think so. I thought that one died in the Viltrumite War. I don't think that one died. I think she was on Earth, too. Oh, another one for volume 18 is also four stars. Loved it. Awesome. One of the best stories so far. Covers have a plastic film that can accidentally come off if not careful. So that sucks. Plastic film. I don't know. Weird. No idea what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. All right. And then one more review from uh, volume 19. 
Three stars. Okay. My one problem with Invincible is the repetitive storylines. The same stories over and over. Mark does good. Mark screws up. Mark makes amends. This volume is worth reading, but breaks no new ground. Which is very true. Mark didn't screw up in this one, though. No, he screwed up with Dinosaurus. And- no, that wasn't on him. Well, I, I don't I don't really think you can blame him that much for that one, too. That's not as... Sacrificing um, a few million lives for the greater good of billions of future lives is not a screw-up. That's a heroic act. Dinosaurus is the best hero in this book. Yeah, but he didn't even get to millions. It was like 800,000. Well, he fell short of the goal. So that's the problem. That's where he that's screwed up. That's the mistake. That's the mistake. Yeah. Okay. He didn't kill enough. Right. All right. So there you have it. Invincible. Join us next month for more Invincible. Um, but speaking of Robert Kirkman, though. Read some fucking reviews, you fuck. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Let me try that. I don't know How why I played work? both of them. All right. One more time. The Walking Dead update. Wait, now do All that right. remix again. The yeah. double version. <laughs> I like that one better. Yeah, that was a great review. Anyway, yeah, The Walking Dead. I watched another episode, like half watched, while I was working on some of this other shit I was doing. So I just had this will be a very quick one. It's mostly just Maggie and Negan walking around fighting like bad guys together. I forget the name of this other group, but it's the group that drove Maggie out of her old settlement that we never saw. They're like wearing cool skull masks and shit. So that was fun. Yeah, they're just beating the shit out of people and trying to find like food and shit and do whatever they're doing. Why are they wasting their time fighting these guys in the first place? Because they need food. so upset that she got thrown out of their group that she has to like spitefully murder them all off? Yeah, she's butt hurt. Shit. Yeah. Petty as fuck. Very petty. Um, So they're walking around a lot doing that. And then we're following Carol and friends who are walking around doing other stuff. Huh? Oh, yeah, the short Carol, lady. The, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're following her around, and uh, she's with the group trying to catch wild horses like Red Dead Redemption. So more Red oh, Dead Redemption fuck. stuff Did going Did you brush in. them and feed them? Oh, yeah. You got oh. to approach them slowly, brush them, feed them. Best episode um, and then, in the series right there. And then she, and then she killed it and to eat what? it at the end. So She ate the horse? Almost good. Well, they were out of food. That's so brutal. they, Yeah, yeah. It was pretty brutal. All that bonding with the horse and just eat it in the end. I always accidentally killed my horses in Red Dead, but I never got the chance to like cook them afterwards. Yeah, I never ate it. Can you get horse meat in that game? Probably. I don't right? remember. I don't, I don't think remember so. if you can. You should be able to if you can't. You gotta survive out there. You would think if you're murdering horses as frequently as I was when I was playing. Yeah, you should eat them. Alright, so that's what's going on in The Walking Dead. Very short Walking Dead update. Did she name the horse? Was she that attached to it? No, I don't think she named it. That's for the Maybe best she thing. did, actually. They might have called it something, but I think they were talking about another horse. The one they ate last week? Yeah, that one. Oh, man. So I just saw, I just saw something online that uh, Michael Kenneth Williams passed away, the guy who played Omar Little on The Wire, and he played Chalky on Boardwalk Empire. Oh. That's a shame. Big shame. I love Chalky. Fuck yeah, that guy was awesome. Did you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? I did, yeah. I'm trying to remember it, but I just remember they killed like the main character and then 
focused on other characters for like a few seasons after that. And it wasn't as well, it was still good, but it was harder to get into. Hey, no, the main character was always Steve Semi's character. Did you I don't remember? No, there's the other guy. The um there's his another guy who was his brother went away to Chicago at for the No, last there's some guy seasons. that he shot in the head, and I can't remember who it was, but and there was a main character who died. Like, like the, the other, younger nephew that he Yeah, maybe who that tried to one, betray him and remember. then they kill him off in like season two. Yeah, he did get killed off in season two, the one I'm thinking of. But yeah, yeah. That, that one, guy sucked. Yeah, was right. Although he was the guy who introduced him to uh Richard, the half faced man. Oh that yeah, guy was, that guy was, that guy was cool. my favorite. That guy was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Good show. Great show. Everyone watched Boardwalk Empire. That's what we're getting at. And the wire. Did you watch Shang-Chi? Because I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about this thing. You didn't watch it? I didn't get around to it, no. Um, I ran out of time. So, but, I mean, did you have any... Well, how was it? A couple notes on that, uh, on right. that version you found. I okay. think it was released in France because all of the subtitles, and maybe a fifth of this movie is subtitled. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's really? all in something I can't read. <laughs> But I read, I, there were a couple words that, I forget what it was, uh, they said something specifically that was a French word, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what language it is, but yeah, that, that part kind of hindered it a little bit, and then oh, also the guy who was recording it in the theater quit, he left after the main closing of the movie, so he didn't <laughs> catch either of the two post credit scenes. Wow, what an asshole. Yeah, like, you know they're coming. Guy. Like, <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah, this guy, what a lazy dick. Like, you couldn't hold the camera up for another f- 10 minutes, you asshole? Yeah. But, yeah, it was a cool movie. Lots of awesome right. fighting. There's a, a really cool bus sequence in this, which reminds me a little bit of, like, the old boy and, like, all the Netflix hallways nice. fights. It's one of those, like, fucking awesome, like, it seems like it's one take, maybe. I, I have no fucking clue but it's just a really awesome fucking extended fight and that's really early on in the movie that was the right. highlight for sure um that aquafina girl i don't know who the fuck she is like i know she's an actor i know she's in jumanji too like is she was she like a, a stand-up comedian before was she, is she a musician or something like is she just from like youtube like who is she because she's fucking hilarious in this i like her she's awesome all right she just plays his like best friend, shitty comic relief character, but she's really funny in it. There's some dragons and some fucking crazy Chinese fable animal creatures in this. That's that's really cool to see. There's a CGI dragon versus dragon fight, which okay, uh, I guess. Cool. That was sort of lame. Uh, the very uh, all right. So at the very end, Shang Chi is about to kill one of the dragons, the bad one. And it seems like he's he's falling because he jumped from like his friend the good dragon and he's falling towards the heart of the bad dragon for what seems like 35 minutes straight. He never gets to it. And you're thinking he's just gonna wind up and he's just gonna most make the most like badass, brutal, like fucking Kamea, 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 whatever the fuck that thing is. A yeah. Duke style punch tiger uppercut this fucking dragon like straight through the heart and just exploded or something awesome like that instead he just keeps floating above it never once touches it it just blows up on its own it's fucking weak it was such a huge disappointing like shitty way to finish this thing off such a sour note for that ending though 
Like, if, if he would have punched through it, it would have been so badass and cool. He did not. It sucked because of it. Okay. Lots of, lots of awesome fighting, though. Cool, cool action in it. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Um, maybe I'll find a better version of that. I would say I would say it's like an eight and a half out of ten. It's easily the best wow. Marvel movie that don't ever. All right. I'll check it out for sure. It's like if Iron Fist were a movie with dragons and CGI and shit. If Iron Fist like had a that. budget. Yeah. That's, okay. That's the solid point that everyone's gonna wanna see. Yeah, uh Iron Fist but good, okay. Iron Fist Sounds but good. awesome, yeah, yeah. All right, I like that. If Iron Fist cool. wasn't a fucking lame disappointment piece of shit of a show, that would have been this movie. I'm in. You should definitely watch it though, for sure. I, I will. I mean I'll get around to it, but it just didn't happen this weekend, so yeah. The abominations in it, that's cool. Remember him from that Hulk movie seventy years? Abominations ago? in it? Oh yeah. wow. Awesome. And uh lots of Wong. That guy's in it too much. Like that guy's oh. fucking lame, but he's in there a whole lot. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I mean, Chinese, right? I guess. The the club owner just refers to him as Asian. He didn't say oh, what yeah. country of origin for sure. He probably doesn't know. So what do you want to read for next week then? All right. So is there anything that came out new? Because if not, I'm picking this show called Hellstrom that I found on Hulu. I didn't have any fucking clue that Marvel ever made this. Uh, oh, that they Lucifer made one thing. What? Is that that Lucifer show? Yeah, yeah. It's the Marvel's okay, okay. version of Lucifer. Yeah. Right. That's right. We talked about that last <laughs> week. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so Hellstrom. So that's what we're watching. Hellstrom. Great. Can't wait for that. And so in honor of picking Hellstrom, oh, I'm man. picking Marvel Strike Force. Okay. Because Damien is a, a member of the team in it. Is there like a certain volume or it's just called Marvel Strike Force? Uh, volume one, if there is. I think there's only like nine issues that have been released so far. So I don't think there's more than just the one first volume. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. I'm picking, wait, let me get the name of this here. Batman slash Fortnite zero point collected. What? I don't know. I thought that was very weird. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll watch. We'll read about Batman with Fortnite. Zero point. Yeah, just Batman Fortnite. I mean, it's another. It's some stupid crossover. I'm probably gonna regret that pick. No way, man! Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Can I mean, that's finally, the thing about. We like, finally captured the youth market here. Right. Yeah. By we're reading gonna... a book about a video game that they loved four years ago. Yeah, let's do play they, some Fortnite, play too. Fortnite. Oh yeah, yeah. Fortnite's still a thing. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I can't wait to get my Marvel Thanos DLC character costume skin in that. Yeah, and then watch uh Martin Luther King speeches in your Thanos costume and Rick and Morty costume. Wait, what? They they had some like weird event recently. I heard about this. I read about this somewhere. It was like some event where they're trying to like honor Martin Luther King by like having people join the event and they just like watch Martin Luther King's speeches while you're among all of the other Fortnite players. I don't really understand what it is or why they did it, but sounds funny. Huh. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not a good idea. I'm certain everybody was very supportive of it and everybody was on their best behavior. 
<laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Right. All right, so join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Elm. I'm Matisse to the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. sweating all day it just was all right i had the windows open and it's fine it's a nice day did you work today or do you have the day off i had a day off i slept in until like seven and then woke up and played video games in the morning that's way too early (laughs) well it's like it's my schedule is completely different now it's just i've been doing this stupid work at 6 a.m so long so now i'm like waking up early can't help it anymore ew that's that's gross man that's too early yeah it's not that bad though i I, I like it sun's coming up it's nice it's cool so they had this uh double night of orchestra shows it was john c williams tribute and i guess he's the guy that does all the music for the star wars movies oh yeah so people were dressing up and bringing their lightsabers and shit. And the lightsabers are basically the exact same little, like, colored glow stick things that we use to wave all the traffic into spots and, like, out of the parking lot at the end of the night. So that was super confusing. And, like, we had to keep yelling at, like, the little kids to, like, stop fucking, uh, waving it around because you're confusing all of the people, like, trying to exit because it kept causing so many almost crashes with these fucking kids that were just like waving it around in the background and shit that was funny i like that awesome cool kids yeah